You know, as a former prosecutor and uh, someone who's been around races, uh, uh, political races, for prosecutor and the like, and even that a public defender in, in, in those jurisdictions that even had that as, a, as, a, uh, as an office, I have never heard of prosecutors running who say anything to the extent like, um, well, we're going to... We're going to let people go. We're going to we're, we're just we're, we're just going to going to kind of reinvent and readdress, you know, too many laws, too much jail. Do we really need to put people in jail as as a means of running? Normally, sometimes after the fact, once you're in, you might change a few policy decisions and the like. But to start off, because normally prosecutors say, "I'm going to be tough," and I'm going to, and if somebody breaks into your house or 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 molests your pet or does something, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to unleash the holy wrath and and I'm going to get those people because I'm tough on crime. This is the way it's been since the beginning of time. But now, with Gascon and with the Boudin and. And Alvin Bragg here in New York? What's going on? Well, let's look at this. But first, a word, a very important word from our very important sponsor. Now, over the years, you probably tried different investments in stocks and mutual funds. So, you know, they can be up and down all over the place. But with inflation running at 8.5%, its highest rate for 40 years, Do you need uncertainty? No. Being able to sleep at night knowing your investments aren't about to crash is worth its weight in gold. And speaking of gold, if you've been jumping from one investment idea to the next, a gold IRA with Noble Gold is perfect. With gold, you shield your gains from taxes. You keep the real value of your wealth. You own a global asset, something tangible. And you protect your wealth against an economic crash. So what's not to like? And this month, for every cash deal above $20,000, you'll get an incredible three-ounce silver American virtue coin completely free as a thank you. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold. So call 877-646-5347. One more time, that's 877-646-5347. Call now to find out more or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. One more time, noblegoldinvestments.com. Okay, here we go. First, what does a prosecutor do? I know, I, I know this, this may sound kind of corny, a bit hokey to, I guess, discuss something which most people kind of sort of know. But in any event, what does a prosecutor do? That's a great question. First, what is a crime? I know this sounds wasting our time with this, but it's very important. I shouldn't say wasting our time, but sometimes I think I am because I think people think, oh, God, and they think they know, but they don't. A crime is an action against an individual or a corporation brought by a particular jurisdiction whether it's state or federal, the DA, the county, uh, the city, the people of Pennsylvania, the province, the, the, um, the, uh, uh, the, the state of Florida, 
the uh, township of whatever. It's the collective governmental agency or, or unit versus the United States versus an individual corporation. By the way, don't forget a corporation has an individual status. Now, what does it seek? Justice. But it involves itself with, in most cases, crime. Charging you with a crime. I'm going to make it very, very simple. And what is a crime? A crime. A crime is a charge with a theoretical, theoretical possibility of jail or prison as a punishment even though nobody's ever gone. A crime is something that has, as a potential punishment, jail or prison. What's the difference between that? Jail is for misdemeanors. Jail is up to a year. Prison, over a year. Felonies. So if watering your lawn during a water ban, we used to have this years ago, might have a, there might be a, a, a crime, a criminal uh, um, a statute or or sentence attached to it as a possible sentence, 60 days in the county jail, even though nobody has ever been charged or excuse me, or, or received any jail time. If it's theoretically possible, then it's a crime. How about that? Now, if you're charged with speeding, that's not a crime. Because speeding, you cannot go to jail. You can't. You can lose your license, maybe some type of an administrative hearing or something along those lines, but you cannot go to jail. Jail is not even a potential sanction, and a potential sentence. So it's not a crime. Now, this is very important. And the difference between felonies and misdemeanors, whatever the legislature wants. If it decides to make murder a misdemeanor and um, stealing a fire extinguisher a first-degree felony, it can do that. There doesn't, there, there, there's no mandatory rational connection between the severity... And the actual charge. Okay, all of this stuff is important because I just wanted you to understand this. What a prosecutor does is he represents the people and he basically seeks justice. And he's there to make people, he, he's kind of, he works in concert with the police. The police do the investigation for the most part. The police respond to the case. The police uh, take the victim information and then turns the case over to the prosecutor who decides whether to charge something. Now, a prosecutor that has discretion is wonderful. Years ago, we used to have this stupid, stupid policy where we would, in the state of Florida, a bounced check was a crime. And people would come in from... Oh, my God. Uh, convenience stores. We had a 7-Eleven woman who would bring in stacks of checks. Stacks. I'm thinking, who's taking checks at a 7-Eleven? Anyway, so our state attorney said, no more. If you want to charge them, you want justice, right? You want to see this person go to jail, right? No, I want, I want my money back. Then sue them. And we would tell people. We're not going to ask for money back. We're going to put put them in jail. That's not what they wanted. They wanted to use the prosecutor's office as a substitute 
for civil process. That's all it was. So we made a decision, an administrative. We're not going to charge. We're not going to charge people criminally with a bounce check because we know what the reason for that is. Sometimes if somebody had a clean record, did something stupid, we would have pretrial intervention, criminal diversion program, PTI, pretrial intervention, all these all these programs that were great. That was, it made sense. First-time offenders. I think I may have told you that there was a woman I was, a woman uh, I prosecuted who was, um, she was called then mentally retarded. I don't know what exactly it was, but I'm not going to, she wasn't insane under the statute. She knew right from wrong. And I exercised discretion. I didn't want to do that. I just didn't want to do that. One time we had somebody who, in fact, they changed the statute later, but he was he was he was charged with um, a theft of um, like a pam- pampers and uh, and milk and and I'm t- are you kidding me? Not gonna, this guy's stealing for his kids. Obviously, it's wrong, but that was discretion. But what the Gascons are doing is they're saying things like, "No, I don't want anybody in jail." Armed robbery, no, charge it, reduce it, let him out, let him out, let him out. Attempted first degree murder, let him out. What is this? What are you doing? This isn't this isn't discretion. This is nuts. What is the purpose? Why are you doing this? In my time, in my period of describing this, in my in my my um, attempts to figure out what's going on. I have been most unsuccessful in finding out why. Who in their right mind is actually advocating, advocating for the removal, for the, this is just incredible, advocating for the non- Filing, the nolle prosequi, the reduction, whatever you call it, of somebody who was in, involved in a violent personal felony? I don't understand that. And we always would say, well, it's George Soros. George Soros is involved. What's the purpose? Now, we can guess all we want. I don't believe there's any memorandum or any type of memo around here that would indicate why they're doing this. What's the purpose? I don't know if that's even possible. I, this Boudin, oh, and just so that you know this, I think there's far too many people in jail than need to be, absolutely. Drug offenses, I'm absolutely against um, charging drugs, but but that's a legislative intent and prerogative, and as a prosecutor, you must, you must prosecute the will of the people and the will of the legislature and not decide, ah, I'm just not going to charge. But I think drugs... This is a medical, this is a, uh, an addiction problem, a mental health problem. Make the, the, uh, the jails empty, the prisons empty for people who do things other than hurt themselves. I know people who, I know drugs are nasty, and fentanyl is, uh, there's going to be exceptions. It's because fentanyl, by the way, is nothing but a poison. It is a, it is a murder version, in any event. How is this happening? Now, one of the reasons why 
I have suspected. And again, this is not written down anywhere. We're, we're trying our best to figure this out. There have been attempts on the part of, in particular in the city of, uh, of, uh, of Chicago, with Lori Lightfoot, to create absolute chaos, rioting, mayhem, horror, um, destruction of personal property, violent offenses, a, a, a slew a slew of problems. Why? So that Lori Lightfoot would then be able to turn to Joe Biden and say, we need your help. We need to federalize law enforcement because we can't do it. Well, one of the reasons why you can't do it is you're letting people go. But hers is like, no, we want to eliminate the notion of local state law enforcement and we want it all to be federal. Bring in the feds. We want the feds to handle everything. Elections, crime, everything. We want to eliminate individual jurisdictions. What does that sound like? The subsuming, the dissolution, the evaporation of local under the rubric of federal, and then federal under what? Maybe international or by treaty? This is a new world order. And when you say that, people think, oh my God, this guy's... This guy's crazy with the New World Order stuff. No. They've said this forever. A singular, a singular collective attempt on their part to basically abnegate, abrogate, abandon all individual crimes, all individual jurisdiction, all individual sovereignty, in 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 um, in return for or or in in, in um, what the hell's the word in substitution I guess for something else you're going to see this with law enforcement and guns you're going to see under the World Economic Forum under Klaus Schwab and under this weird Nobody really knows this, this, this little bit of uh, jurisdiction uh, switcheroo that Joe Biden signed, which will basically allow the World Economic Forum to decide, to decide, to act independent of what we were doing, um, so that if Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum say, we believe that COVID, COVID is a, is a, a, a world health um, uh, problem and therefore we are able to do anything in our power to, to address this world health problem up to and including trespassing on and encroaching upon your individual sovereignty. That's precisely what they want to do. That is precisely what they want to do. Now, with that also comes, if they were to say, one of the, one of the things we've noticed as well pursuant to our capacity in the World Economic Forum, was that your gun proliferation, the crimes that are associated and attendant to this, are in fact of a, of a health matter, a health crisis level. And therefore, therefore, it is incumbent upon us to move in and to see that something is done 
not under any type of extraneous jurisdiction that we normally would have no ability to encroach upon, but by virtue of the fact that you signed this over to us, we want to seize your weapons. And not because we want to, to uh, disenable or, or to remove your ability to, to uh, protect yourself, but guns are of such a paramount health interest. You see what's happening? Now, is this written down? No, of course not. Does anybody sit down and say, here's our goal? Does it, no, because even they realize this. But we are seeing this now. George Soros putting all of his money into the Philadelphia prosecutor, uh, Alvin Bragg in New York, this Chesa Boudin, they finally got rid of recall, and Gascon in L.A., this is the, this is the one. What has happened to basically bring people in, not because they're liberal, this is nothing to do with liberal. Liberal has no pre predetermined, predestined kind of this overt uh, predilection, I should say, to always represent or excuse me, always support the non-criminal sanctions of an individual. That's not what a liberal is. Or, or, or woke or whatever. I'm all for having sentences that are commensurate with a particular type of crime that is done. Uh, having um, restitution when at all possible. Oh, 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 oh. And here's the, here, here's the best thing. I want you to be aware of something called restorative justice. Now, this is the worst thing you will ever see. And it's not, they've kind of backed off on it. And what it is, is something so outlandish. Restorative justice is the provision by which, listen to what I'm saying, it is the provision by which uh, an individual, let's say a rape victim, it's usually seen in that case, sits down and meets with her assailant her attacker, her rapist, to try to restore and reconnect that, that, that human um, connectivity or relationship or something to try to, to adjust, recalibrate the usual way the criminal justice system handles it. And if a woman decides, I can't meet with my assailant, well, then charges are dropped. That's going to be, that's one of the conditions. And you're not participating. Think about this. Restorative justice. Sounds good, doesn't it? Remember, the better something sounds, the worse it is. I'm not one, you don't know me from years back, I'm not Mr. Law and Order. I've never had to be. I've always been the person, believe it or not, who, who told prosecutors, take it easy, relax, back down. Back down. T t take it easy. Don't, don't, don't be so nuts with this. Just, just take it easy. And now I'm the opposite. Now I sound like Bull Connor. Maybe not Bull Connor, but I don't know who I would sound like. It's like uh, Mayor Daly or, or Frank Rizzo or something. My God. Because I've never seen anything like it. I don't recognize anything anymore. And it is about time that the American people understand what's happening. And understand further that this is not about left and woke 
and all this. This is about a complete and total abnegation, a, 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 an abandonment of law and order. Think about that. And now, I want to hear what you think. I want to hear your reactions, your take, your views. Please, below, in the space provided, comment as you see fit.